right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the show, the only show, dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. I am so glad that you're here. My name is Alex Mason, your host. And if you're new to the show, thank you so much for joining. I know we've been growing a lot lately, so thank you so much if you're just tuning in. But if you're a diehard veteran and you've listened to every single episode, I am super grateful for you too. Thank you for coming back again and again to learn with me, to grow with me. I really appreciate it and I hope that you're doing amazing. Now, I want to talk to you today about the technicals. We're going through a lot of technical concepts. Right now, we're doing some advanced accounting concepts. So we'll go ahead and talk about that now. Today's question is this, what are some non-recurring charge examples that we might want to add back to EBIT or EBITDA? Now EBITDA, we know that this is a proxy for cash flow. It's a good proxy for cash flow generally. It's very commonly used, but it doesn't tell us the whole story. It doesn't give us a full picture of the business uh, from a financial sense. And so there's some non-recurring things, some some kind of weird things that can happen, but nonetheless, these are things that can happen. And as investment bankers, we want to be aware of them. So I'm going to go ahead and list these now. But before I do, just a note that some of these things, these expenses should be added to EBIT or EBITDA, but some should not. And the reason for the difference is that if an expense doesn't impact operating income, then we shouldn't add it back to EBITDA because it's not related to the operating activities of the business. It's more of a one-off type of expense. So it is going to impact net income, but some things should not be added back to operating income. Okay, so here is a list of some of these types of charges. First of all, you have restructuring charges. What are restructuring charges? Well, this is when companies change things internally. Let's say that the CEO of a company one day says, you know what? We have two major divisions, but we really need a third. We need to shift people around. We need to stand up a whole new a whole new section of the company. Well, that needs to change and that can cost money. Another thing is write downs and goodwill impairment. We've talked about this a lot actually in the past. Sometimes companies need to recognize that the value of their assets have gone down, whether tangible or intangible, and that impacts earnings. Another thing is bad debt expenses. Sometimes the the company has accounts receivable. Remember what accounts receivable is when the company is owed money from someone, but the cash hasn't been paid quite yet. Well, what happens if that cash never gets paid? <laughs> well, that asset isn't so much of an asset anymore, right? It's kind of like if your friend owes you money and they said they were going to pay you back, but they never really did. <laughs> so at a certain point, you just got to recognize the loss. And that's what this is. Bad debt. The, the asset becomes an expense. Next one, legal or disaster expenses. Sometimes businesses have litigation and they have to go through the court because they're getting sued or they run into some kind of legal trouble. A big example of this was in 2010 when oil giant, giant British Petroleum had this major oil spill off the Gulf of Mexico, and it was a huge deal, a huge tragedy, 
And there were a lot of legal fees involved that British Petroleum had to pay. They had to sell off a lot of assets to competitors, other companies, in order to raise money for these legal fees. And so, yeah, these are major expenses that can happen in business. And lastly, you have accounting changes. Sometimes the rules of the road do get changed from time to time, and the laws, they're never truly stagnant. They're always evolving, which is why we need lawyers and accountants who understand these things in order to help businesses adjust to these changes in the world. For example, there is the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017, which changed the tax code and businesses had to account for their expenses differently. Their tax expenses changed depending on the rules. So these are things that just happen and the world needs to adjust and companies adjust with it. So these are some examples of non-recurring expenses Again, some of them you would add back to EBITDA, some of them you wouldn't, but yeah, there's a, a sample list for you there. So that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason. I am your host, and I've been getting a lot of messages lately. Thank you all for reaching out, for emailing, for connecting on LinkedIn. I don't know if it's just because the show is growing or because you guys are just contacting me more, but in any case, I really appreciate it, and I'm grateful for each and every message. It really brightens my day. So thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. Take care.